the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, is our number. We'll talk with David Rodriguez, I bet, very soon. I'm sure David is still answering questions, even though he ended at 1130, his formal presentation Ended at 1130. Uh, lots of cars in the parking lot. Uh, and I think yeah. David had probably has a big crowd. Did you walk by the... Uh-uh. Okay. Can't, I can't hear you, so I'm going to just... There you go. There you I You have to do that, don't you? <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear <laughs> no, you. He doesn't. Wait a minute. If we can't <laughs> hear him, what am I thinking? <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, but they, you know, but, uh, there's a lot of action this morning, but there's still plenty of parking. Oh, oh my goodness, absolutely. And the uh, blood drive is, uh, did you park by the blood? Uh, I did, yeah. How many, uh, I think uh, I heard two, two vehicles? Uh, uh, blood-taking vehicles? Yeah. At least two, yeah. Oh, good, I okay. Yeah, I noticed that two large ones. That's it's going on today till 3 o'clock. I got my appointment after the show. We'll see if they take me. Good boy. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, I think I was going to take my camera around there when they throw you out the front door. <laughs> Get out and uh, stay out. <laughs> Did so you bring you your list any. of medicine, Beth? Yeah. That's I, 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 I filled out everything in advance, just like all they say oh. online. So ah. it's a, yeah. Did they, they ask, find they ask uh, about the, your sex? No, they did not. Okay. Uh, well, there were a lot of questions about, yes, if you'd... Were they? Uh, I'm not going to get into it. Come on, man. Nope, not going to do it. Nope. I'm not going to dignify you. Is question still on there? I don't know. No, I don't think that question you is still on there. You said a lot of questions on there they, about sex. Well, a lot about paying for sex. Oh, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. They don't want you to pay for sex? <laughs> they, they, they want you to I am not going to get into it. These people are going to stick a needle in me very soon. I'm not going to upset them. <laughs> Maybe uh, I better review my uh, application that I've got on Plant Answer uh, for the bud, bud drive. All right. Anyway, the blood uh, folks will be here till 3 o'clock. Uh, we still are in a state of emergency for blood supplies. Um it's an so you, it's an emergency. Yes, actually, it's critical. It really is. Actually, it's it's <laughs> it's really low. They're canceling surgeries. They're doing all kinds of stuff. So, if you can come out today, three o'clock, you don't you can do like I did. Well, I guess you can't. Well, you might still be able to do it online and just come in, and then um, but uh, you can just come in too. And they'll yeah they'll find a way. They'll find to get oh there. gosh yeah absolutely. Uh, so that's uh, today till three o'clock. I'm glad it's a success. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Ooh, the wind changed, Jerry. 
Oh. It's now, uh, what is that, out of the south? Yes. All I know is it's turned warm. It got warm a little bit. Uh, it's actually nice. It's about 60 degrees, but the wind was blowing right at us, and the wind had a little chill in it. But now it's blowing from the south. Humid yeah, there, the, too. It's kind of humid. Yeah, those uh, those uh, geraniums that we talked about last week yeah. are still out there and screaming. Yeah. I don't know. I walked in the front of the entrance, and I don't know if you saw those... Uh, They've got uh, geraniums and a hanging bag. Uh-huh. I can see it from here. You're talking about <laughs> instant color on mm. your patio or something. If you're having a party or neighbors over or something like that, uh, that's that's the one to go with. Uh, they also had uh, snapdragons, I believe, in a in a hanging basket. Also, in a layer hanging basket, a larger container. Are they the the uh, Ones that are spreading. No, no, they're, they're upright. My Vincus really are not doing well. Oh. <laughs> I would never would have thought that. I know. That's so surprising. You got that new sun. Oh, oh no, that's not got, the impatient. How's the impatient doing? Um, they're dead. I think it might be dead. dead. I think we left it out in the freeze, and that didn't help. I, I would have thought that since they tolerate sun... They tolerated sun just you, fine. You tolerate you. It didn't tolerate the freezing temperatures very well, <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, and I may not have watered it as much as it liked to be yeah, watered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 210-308-8867 is our number, and uh, you can give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Uh, Calvin mentioned too that the forecast about Wednesday. Uh, Four days in a row. Yeah, Wednesday, 30% chance of showers. Wednesday, the low is around 35, but then the high on Thursday is 44 with a low around 28. Mm -mm. Yeah? Wow, you don't believe me? (laughs) Did they say, do you say chance of rain? 20% chance of showers uh, Thursday. High near 44. Partly cloudy Thursday night with a low around 28. Oh, Dennis did an elaborate. Oh, elaborate did Dennis do a lot? La- oh, I didn't see elaborate it. Elaborate of, of, of the rain that we've had. Oh, okay. All, all of these charts and everything. And in the end, it says 0.19 inches total. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I have printed that out too. And we, we appreciate uh, Dennis sending that. Point one nine inch. That's uh, so far this year, January or January one through oh, okay through one twenty seven. So uh, and that's already happened. January is not one of our big rain months, is it? No, but February the, on, on is. the average, it's uh, an inch and a half. Yeah. Um. Is oh, it is. Wow. Yeah. So we're way below that. Yeah. In the but past 27 days, we've had less than two-tenths of an inch of rain. Oh, okay. And I, that, is verifi- that is verified by a picture <laughs> that uh, Dr. Larry Stein sent me of our bluebonnet uh, seed uh, plot for the uh, Ladybird Johnson Aurora Blue uh, Bluebonnet. And he sent me a picture of them with the cap with the caption of it. We need ra- a rain. Oh, uh oh. So we're not able to uh, irrigate uh, the 
seed plots that we got for our different colored blue bonnet. And uh, the picture he said, I looked at it carefully, and the blue bonnet plants that are there, some are blooming. They have that first bloom. The king popped out. is that the king bloom? Yeah, you call king it? bloom. Good for you, man. Yeah, occasionally I listen. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, that's what happens uh, when they the plants ex- get stressed. Uh, yeah, they get stressed. They send out that first bloom, try to bloom, bloom it, and set seed. And then if no more no rain comes. Uh, they probably don't have any more seed. Oh, and uh, but that's a survival technique. But we don't we don't need a survival technique when we're trying to grow a, a lot of seed. Or produce Hi, a lot of seed. we're on the air. Did you want to ask your question on the air? Oh, okay. Well, you can. <laughs> Calvin, are you okay? All right, Calvin, just help me. Anyway, uh, the plants are still looking good, and. Uh, so the lesson to be learned from this is if you've got blue bonnet uh, transplants, if you already see the uh, uh, plants at, Ver- at Verstraten's, they're huge. They're 12 to 14 inches across the top of each plant. And uh, Dr. Stein's taking good care of them, and they've weeded them out and everything. So... Uh, the, the lesson to be learned is if you got plants now and probably if you even if you got grass now uh it may look no, dormant, water but uh you might, might want to if we don't get any of that rain coming up uh what wednesday you said so wednesday night into thursday and i can only see that's a front into Cold front coming through yeah and calvin says it sounds like it's going to be below freezing yeah. for four days and remember what Calvin tells you on your plants. You want to water several nights or several days before the hard freeze. Not 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 moments. Not, <laughs> not moments before the hard freeze. Now, if you're in neighbor, Calvin's <laughs> neighborhood, we we, we uh, encourage you to wait until uh, sunset of that day that you're going to run to freeze. And that, that uh, keeps. Uh, Calvin's temperature, uh, blood pressure high. Yeah, if you circulating. Uh, well, this is nice to talk about him while he can't defend himself. I know it. If if you haven't seen Calvin in a while in the neighborhood, <laughs> yeah, start to water right as the sun goes down right, before the freeze. Right, right. He'll, he'll, especially as he walks by. He yeah. is like superhero senses, and and he'll know. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> they shouldn't be watering someone's and he'll start walking the neighborhood with his guard dogs there you go and uh, he'll come get you he'll talk to you oh he will <laughs> <laughs> and uh I, I don't know i think most of his elderly neighbors are pretty well uh broke broken him of uh lecturing them about watering before the freeze but the, the whole concept of it is uh you want to water several days before the freeze so the plant can uh, get turgid uptake it uptake the water and and be ready for the for the freeze yeah it doesn't don't hurt it as bad if what about if it's got water oh, oh, oh he's back hang on Wait a minute. we can't we can't talk so gosh quit quit bragging on calvin so much okay and let him talk a little uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you're not buying that? But this was uh, somebody that just moved into our area and was, uh, uh, didn't, you know, it sounds like he was a good gardener and all, but he uh, was a little confused by the the weather we've had the last <laughs> two years. And, uh, but uh, I, me- I meant, I reminded him that we're, we're at the point now where, where we can still plant the, the uh, winter garden again, right. you know, broccoli and carrot seeds and uh, our uh, sweet <laughs> peas and uh, English go. peas. Yeah. And, and uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, uh, I know Jerry likes to let, wait a little while, but potatoes about February 1st work well. well. I've got potatoes coming up <laughs> accidentally from last year. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to tease Calvin last weekend because he had something about uh, planting potatoes. I said, uh, I figured he, Calvin promotes potatoes often during the spring planting. And uh, and it, it's, it occurred to me that I bet up in Minnesota where he had, he, they had potatoes in their garden up there because you can grow pretty good potatoes up in real, that country. Real good potatoes. Yeah. In fact, that's where they grow the russets. And we can't do well with russets yeah. down here. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're not really fu- fussy on soil, the potatoes, aren't they? I mean, they grow them in kind of old peaty soil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, uh, Easy to dig in peaty soil. Yeah. In some of those some of those areas in Minnesota where nothing else will grow, they're, yeah. they're out there with big potato fields growing <laughs> All right. Well, All right. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about this lady. She wants. I think she wants to ask a question. What's uh, up? Did you want to ask a question on the air? Yes, you did. Oh, oh yeah. she, she's and talking Jerry about too? me. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll take a quick break so you can say hello. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. If you've got pests that are bugging you in the house, if you're worried about it and you don't want to spend the summer fighting mosquitoes or roaches or spiders or uh, whatever you want to get taken care of, the folks at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control have been helping San Antonio homeowners and businesses since 1976. They've been your web of protection. They do a great job, and I encourage you to go to Go SpiderManPest.com, go SpiderManPest.com, or you can learn more about all the stuff that they do. Um, they uh, have a, a terrific uh, plan, and they'll work it out with you. That's the cool part is you're, you're part of the process. So if you've got different priorities, if you've got uh, things that you want, they're going to walk you through it and uh, make sure that you understand everything as well as uh, just kind of uh, – 
look at everything holistically. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. 210-656-3721. Sounds like 3721. a philosopher rather than a uh, pesticide company. They are. They're, they're the philosopher of pest control companies. Yeah, they kind of are. They're, yeah, no, I, I tease, but yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, and they and they they want you to understand yeah. what they're doing and you know Jerry teases about the the, <laughs> the powerful chemicals not just uh, yeah, good stuff but they but they they are they're aware of all of them and the capabilities yeah. and you make yeah. the, you make the decisions and they'll make it work yep they ought I, to tell those people g- that wants that organic stuff to <laughs> nope they can make it work you get out you get out your good stuff they're going to they're going to talk you through it <laughs> go SpidermanPest.com. So organic or synthetic, I go want you to thank you. I want to thank you for referring that uh, person that called to me about the, uh, <laughs> the I don't know, was that last week? Uh, he had a question about organic controls. Oh, we, t- we sent him to Spider-Man. Oh, no, well... I uh, tried to send him Spider-Man too, but he. <laughs> oh, okay. But it was it was an interesting. Uh, oh, it was a phone so, call. Let's talk to David. We'll find out more about that letter. <laughs> hey there, David. He's done. Yeah, he's a he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Warren's yeah. fun. Well, what's going on, David Rodriguez? How the tree seminar go? Yeah, Planting well, the, the sun uh, came out and people yeah. are slowly coming in. It's a little nippy this morning, but yeah. it's, it'll be coming a very, very beautiful uh, day today. I think in the next hour or so, uh, Millburgers is going to be real hopping over here. Yeah, um, good selection of everything, and um, at so ver- at very least the next three months, maybe. Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. instead of the the, the inventory when it comes to fruit trees, uh, <laughs> grapes, berries. Yeah. Looks good. Unbelievable. You know, good, real deep inventory. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the extension recommended, proven the test of time uh, varieties. We had a nice crowd. Yeah, it looked that uh, way. And we uh, try to cover a little bit this and that. You know, mainly before specifics on a little bit this and that on each specific crop of do's and don'ts. But just uh, spend a pr- lot of principles. time on hops? No, we didn't cover hops. <laughs> but Trey says since he's been carrying them, they sell, they've been selling out every uh, huh. every year. It's a very novelty item, and you can we kind of we have proven uh, to grow it here. And when uh, Joey Burial with Blue Star Brewery, I think he, the first batch was 500 gallons off those. You don't need a lot of hops. <laughs> you don't need a lot of hops to do. I almost jumped. That guy's excited about getting those hops. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no burgers. And uh, so um, um, we carried uh, principles is very important. Proper selection, placement, location, sunlight, drainage, weed management, proper programming, and the necessity. You know, you're talking about organics, the necessity of uh, – Spraying both for disease, insect, weed management, etc. So I said, that's the main principles of success. If you can get that down, then you can make the decision of how many peaches, plums, or whatever y'all decide. And then we got into the specific with the crops. So. Yeah. Well, t- get into the specifics a little bit. They've kind of changed uh, through the years. What what uh, two or three peaches do you recommend now? What are your favorites? Um, our favorite is La Feliciana. Is that um, Trace's favorite too? Red yeah, Red though. Baron. If we can find Red Baron, yeah. is unbelievable as a edible ornamental. Yeah. They you know. said uh, Trace said that uh, he's ordered a bunch of them, 
Uh, but uh, they didn't come in in the last ship. Uh, so he, oh, really? He's expecting them so you, in the future. You, uh, you, you, even though it takes a little longer to, to get those both of those varieties to produce, they're still your, among your favorites. What uh, about the well, earlier peaches? Yeah, we talked a little bit about June Gold, Harvester, you know, North and then South with the anything with Florida or Tex on it and, you know, doing a combination if, yeah. if, if room allocates. You Florida, know, for, Florida King is that yeah, kind of Yeah, anything with Florida or Tex on it, yeah. you know. Um, and we covered peaches, but, you know, I think, what is it? Everybody wants to grow a peach, but a lot of people don't want to put the inputs. Uh-uh. And peaches, you got you, you know how it is, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, peaches are... Uh, it only got, took me 10 years yeah, to, to pay out of my debt. I got out of the business. Yeah. You know, and uh, I said, you got you to gotta spray. I mean, how many organic peach orchards are in Texas? Has zero. Zero. <laughs> so we cover that. So you got <laughs> you to gotta spray, but, you know, you can still use organic practice i even certain organic pesticides in that system so mm-hmm. which the, the orchards do here uh stonewall and fresbury anyway so it was good a lot of great questions good and you don't you have know. to spray yeah if you if you just share with the worm yeah yeah he needs to eat too right yeah <laughs> oh y'all are so sweet <laughs> but uh and david will be back in february uh, probably so, yeah. Okay, I think on the nineteenth. I don't, I don't remember. I'll send you. I'll send you the, the thing. Okay. Uh, look What's, at my counter. And okay, show up. then you just yeah. show up. I don't, I don't recall what our topic is. But uh, according be. to the the website, what happened to it? Uh, spring cleanup. Spring cleanup. We have to do's and don'ts. Do's and don'ts. Yeah. What's know. this? Uh, what's the schedule on the, on the classroom garden at the botanical gardens and master gardener training? Um, we typically have moved our master gardener intern training to the fall time uh you know we used to do what spring and then there's summer still, and still then a fall. huge waiting list is there well last year was uniquely different because with the covid uh-huh. and then interviewing people and all that we we just need to get out of this covid and get back to regular <laughs> living because it's, I it's think been you're a the challenge only one, i think you're the only one that wants that day. oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> This is going to be the third spring going into this. Mess. Is that right? That's yeah, twenty twenty one, and then it's yeah. It's hard to believe. <laughs> it's it like I'm just happy to be out and being able to do yeah. the talks. I mean, it was, you know, this Zoom and these webinars. Eh, it's yeah. it's well, we okay, like but it's not the like same. No, you, you want to be. We the like same. seeing you on TV. Oh, I waved at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But uh, so I'm excited. And the neat thing about it, you can turn them off. So we didn't do we didn't do the cl- the garden uh, youth garden. At the so the botanical garden uh, has transitioned a little bit. I think I've been running it what 15 years now. Wow, uh, 16 I think 16 years, and with the uncertainty and responsibilities that was put upon me with the great help of Dr. Larry Stein uh-huh. with the urban farm, I had to kind of back away a little bit from the children's garden at the botanical garden with the new director and the kind of where they want it to be now on their on their direction what? so that i'm i'm not really the it's going into to the toilet i no 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 don't say that uh, you're going to be the consultant right yeah they're i'm I okay. consult them so okay they've they've we're not kind of helping out master gardens are helping out where they can uh, we're putting a little bit more energy with the new Dominic Ortiz is our new youth gardens coordinator, kind of getting him uh-huh. since he took Ruby's place to kind of get him where he needs to be, which takes time. 
patience and training, of course. And then um, Phil Harburger Park um, has a good uh, Tuesday uh, homeschool youth gardens program. So oh, wow. Helping them more out on that. Smaller scale, but they've been doing an excellent That's cool. job over there. So. You know how it is, Calvin. We don't we don't need to wait too long to find something to do. No, there's always so, so too much to do. Cla- but, yeah. Classroom yeah. gardens still, still. Oh yeah, we March um, March the 12th. If you go to the Bear County Extension Service website, we'll be doing our spring youth gardens educator cool. training hosted at the botanical garden. So if you're a youth educator, 4-H leader, a school teacher public private school homeschool leader anything that an adult that wants to lead youth gardening um with your community um we like to see you there march 12th and some more information is on the bear county extension service website so we did it last fall and it was it was awesome Awesome. i'm looking at that now awesome yeah march 12th right uh i got that right Uh, right? spring cleanup yep here is uh that one on the 19th uh march hold on i think it's at the very end march 12th no there's nothing after the 12th on the on the well calendar. march 12th is a is a training oh okay so yeah, yeah. Yes. 2022 spring youth garden yeah. educator training i got it right <laughs> yeah david <laughs> all right you the man so uh dr stein and a little update dr stein and uh i went up um yesterday to college station it's amazing what's happening i don't know when the last time y'all been up to college station but the the campus the buildings and it's unbelievable all the changes so we were a part of the uh greenies urban farm award commissioner calvert uh, showed up as well and mm-hmm. the other representatives have been helping with this project with the farming you know we've done two harvests over twenty-five thousand pounds harvested and as of last week they have broken ground and uh outdoor kitchen is laying the concrete this week and all right it's happening it's happening. It's good to see that it's happening. <laughs> well, that's so, good. So I'm very, very excited. So hopefully in two years or less, Calvin, we'll have the 10-acre extension urban farm. And, yeah, and plus your it's gonna, offices eventually. Our offices are going to be there. We're going to have a 150-room classroom mm-hmm. over there. And then uh, Commissioner Calvert is working on having a big uh, center to do big, big events Mm-hmm. as well so it's good it's good to see this thing yeah. happening it's gonna yeah. molly yeah. can have her bees out there and uh <laughs> oh geez we how do are a lot your, of projects out there <laughs> how are your bees uh i kind of with the COVID situation um uh, bees don't I, you didn't you didn't get them inoculated i, I kind of i got <laughs> <laughs> kind of semi-retired from bees but on that you, but I'll, I'll, what, be do do I'll be back i'll be back what's the bees tended they need your help i know bees, but man. they were adopted by somebody else oh all right. yeah but i'll, I'll be ba- back i don't think they get covered yeah. no, we, we're all pretending we don't hear you <laughs> <laughs> although it fits right in with our normal yeah, yeah. yeah. So i was telling trace that the seminar went w- real well and for the folks listening that the inventory on fruit and nuts and berries at Millburgers has unbelievable great job yeah, now is the time to get there. Not nuts yet. Oh, no nuts. Only the ones that are up here. Yeah. But good inventory. You didn't brag on us. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, this is a good time to come. You, you know, we always 
talk about uh, getting the varieties. The get them early, folks. Get them now, yeah. Get them early, yeah, when you definitely. Can pick the ones you want, the ones that are recommended. Plantanswers.com has got lots of articles on recommended. And yeah, I think y'all wrote a few Bill articles the last few years, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're waiting for the big news, David. Big news. Uh, what did I do the now? The rodeo tomato. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Trace, Trace is going to have some. It'll be a, it'll be in the paper on uh, yeah. Saturday, yeah. So February the 10th. Uh, oh, you yeah. already know? That oh, yeah. Table. I had to go uh, around uh, our normal <laughs> communications <laughs> links. But. So, yeah, it's coming. Okay. Peterson's growing them. It'll be ready. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is, is Trace going to get a few? Out yeah, he has a few. He has a, are you going <laughs> to have them next week, Trace? I hope so. Uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> oh yeah, well, you gotta wait till the uh, Cal- uh, Calvin's article comes out. Well, just so uh, just so it's close, uh, a week or so. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there you <laughs> go. That's true. Yeah, well, when we don't know the name, we call it Fred. Fred, there yeah. you go. Fred the there tomato. You go. <laughs> You'll have to ask Calvin who he went around to kind of uh, find out the name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, who who would you guess? <laughs> yeah, during the break. Uh, during okay. the break. <laughs> All right, David. Anything else you want to hit no, on? No, thank you all so much for the support, yeah. and it's good. To, it's good that uh, get it, get it out, and start doing these talks. Really, no, yeah. yeah, it's really good. You know. well, it looks like it was a big success. So. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. And we're gonna keep growing on them too. Yeah, yeah sure. Growing on them too. Okay. I, w- I wonder how much you know. We we're really proud of the the blood, and in the presentations, I wonder how much of a link there is. Do you think you've got some of the people go to? Your presentations and also come. Oh, to, to the, the blood, blood drive as well. Blood drive. I don't know. We don't. We don't recommend that they give blood and then try to listen to David's yeah, presentation. Listen to me first, then go give him blood. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the reasons we had to tell him he could quit giving those, them, those beer. Uh, <laughs> those beer programs, uh, those wine programs. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, and then they have you know. Take your bees for a beer program. Uh, that was where they combined both of hey, them. Hey, we're thinking outside the box. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, and, it's those bees. Millburger says hops, and Millburger says grapes. Yeah, so see, homeowners want to do all this good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Dave. All right. Thank you, sir. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of the beautiful day. Thank you. Good yeah. Good to see you. And get ready Ooh, for Thursday and Friday. Good. To yeah, see you. it'll yeah. be cold, right? Uh, I, I, I knew that report of you being. You know, I, I, I would have gotten. I, I was down for a while, to uh, be honest. I was down for a while. Yeah. All right, we'll we we all need later. to stay smart and safe and healthy. <laughs> all right, we'll talk Thank to y'all you, later. Sir. All right, bye bye. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a quick break. Come back in a moment for more of Millburgers Gardening, oh, South Texas. There's somebody with shorts and a T-shirt yeah, on. See, they don't. They're and the wind's uh, out of the south again. Right here on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Uh, Linda's on the line. Uh, 
Linda, so we, we can, we'll, we'll, help, we'll let you help us to promote today's blood drive till 3 o'clock here at Millburgers. What's going on, Linda? How are you? I'm fine. I donated blood this Yay. morning. How'd it go? And, well, let's, it, I, I donated a pint, so let's just say that. <laughs> okay. Um, but I've, I've donated over nine, nine gallons, so I'm Oh, my I'm gosh. Thank you. Pro. But Krispy Kreme is giving a dozen free donuts to anyone who gives proof of donating blood. And this was done through the Red Cross, but I heard on another station that if you had proof from any donation um, event, that they would give it to you. So I drove right up to 1604 and 281 to the Krispy Kreme, and I got my free donuts. That's well, almost as good was, as homemade cookies, oh, don't, huh? Don't, don't tell Jerry that. Was, was, the, light on? <laughs> was, was the light on? Were they, they warm donuts? Is it, yeah. Oh, that's great. I just thought you might want to let the people there in the um, donation um, buses know this. And, uh, you know, okay. I, I felt like I got a lot of swag today. I got yeah. a free pint of ice cream from H-E-B. I got uh, the T-shirt. I got the Millburgers <laughs> coupon. So what are you going to use the coupon on? Do you know yet? No, no. I just, okay. Sometimes I just sometimes I save them up. Okay. <laughs> There's somebody but from the I, blood blood drive there. Oh, <laughs> somebody just well, came and used the restroom from the blood drive. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, well, Linda. You That's can cool. Let them, let them know if they uh, just take their card over to Krispy Kreme. I don't know if it's if it ends today or not, but I got okay. mine right away. Very cool. Okay. I just want to know, are you bringing some by and sharing? Are you going to eat all of them? I'm all sorry. I, I gave them to my daughter and my grandson, so oh, you're out of luck. Man. Nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess that, I guess that kind of deflates my argument. I was going to say we only eat really healthy, nutritious food. And uh, oh, no. I was hey. going to try to lure the donuts over. Jerry will have canes for uh, dinner and then Krispy Kreme for, for, <laughs> there uh, for dessert. Okay. So thank you, Linda. Thanks thank for helping for us promote it. Very info. important. Thanks for giving blood. Nine gallons. That's pretty impressive. Okay. All right. Two not more. at once, I hope. I hope not. No, <laughs> I don't think so. She just gave a pint today. Let's see. We have Marty on the line, and I'm glad we have Trace here because he's got a question about raspberries at 210-308-8867. Hey, Marty, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Okay, how are you guys doing this morning? Good, good. What's going on? Yes, I have a question. Uh, I heard Dr. Parsons, um, I think it was last week or the week before, mentioned something about raspberries. Yeah, Cumberland, I think, is the variety. Dorman, that's it. Dorman, right. Norman Red? Yeah. Oh, okay, and is that I variety? Gonna, I don't know if you're going to have it. Are you going to have it? I, I, mine, mine didn't show up when they're supposed to. Now, that doesn't oh, mean okay. they won't show up later down the road. Okay. So if he does the uh, wish oh. list, will they call him? Yeah. Theoretically? Theoretically. <laughs> yeah, you may want to <laughs> do that. Just um, get yourself on the the wish list so they'll call you when they do come in. Okay. And you said it's, it's Norman Red. That's the one, right? Dorman. D-O-R-M-A-N. Yeah. Okay, I'm bad. Dormant. Okay. That's okay. All right. Okay. I'll probably put myself on the wish list. That's that a one. good idea. Thank you. Yeah. You have okay. the number? Okay. Yeah, I have the number. I sure do. Okay. So for those who don't, Thank I'll give guys. the number. Thanks, Marty. Yeah. 210-497. Thanks for the info. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 210-497-3760.
and then if you have something that you're looking for, they'll they'll put you on the waiting list, and they'll I'll call you uh, when they get it in. We're pretty, so they, we're pretty good at it. I'd oh say, yeah, absolutely. I'd say about ninety ninety five percent. And we've had callers that, that called and talked about their experience and said, yeah, I did it on the wish list, and then it came in, I came and got it. So, Well, and you, being on the wish list doesn't mean that you're locked in. You know, if it's you wanted them in a month and you, it takes two months, you still you still have that option because there's a lot of folks out there that will fill in for you. But well, the odds are we're not bringing it for just them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay. Now, Milton, I have a question. So, Doorman, you you advertise all the all the sales that uh, Millburger has. Right. Trash puts up. Uh-huh. Have you ever advertised a sale that redu- was reduced in price a hundred and sixty nine dollars and ninety nine cents per plant? Oh. He's talking the Loblolly uh, Pines. Oh. $169.99. Oh, my goodness. Off. And if which you live leads, in the right area, which leads. it'd be worth the trip. <laughs> yeah, uh, just put, put it out the that. back window. <laughs> What's that? I said you don't stick it out the back window. Ah, if you take got a truck, you'll be fine. Well, the yeah. people that live where it can be planted already have truck. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you go. That's true. There. Yeah, let's remind them that it's uh, you know it's an acid soil lover, or if you got sandy soil, yeah, yeah and that's what Milton was talking so I'm about. Thinking Lavarnia. Well, even Trace was like talking that. about that too. Yeah. Was and they're they're fast growers, easy to grow. So how many do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, but a lot of people that probably don't have good soil wants to say want to save a hundred and ninety nine dollars yeah. <laughs> but not if it's not going to live <laughs> no. well no you okay all i make a point of telling everybody ask them where they live first good <laughs> see responsible nurserymanship hey you want to talk about the uh the upcoming freeze on uh wednesday thursday is so it I Wednesday, saw, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Well, I, I saw Thursday, I, I Friday, know. Saturday. Okay, I thought I couldn't I saw, quite tell where the twenty-five was at, but it's yeah, there somewhere. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, there was uh, four days straight where it was going to get below freezing, and at least in my forecast that I have. In the, uh, so, what should they do? Or do you want to talk about that? We don't have to. Sure, we still got frost cloth and yeah. all that. So, uh, you know, the tender stuff you gotta you gotta protect or uh, cover. Are you gonna cover your geraniums? For 25, I'm probably going to take them in the greenhouse. Oh, okay, okay. But last night we hit 31, and I covered them to protect the blooms. Yeah, but, but uh, they're, they're in in a landscape they'll handle 20 to 31. Yeah, especially in a sheltered. They actually like it. <laughs> uh, that cool, but uh, they're beautiful. I, I love those. Uh, what are the hanging baskets at the entrance with yes, geraniums yep. in them? Lots of colors, all Fantasia in the baskets. Yeah. Oh, is that great. right? That's a good variety, good uh, selection. Well, we are talking too, uh, Trace, about the fact that the, now is uh, the time to to plant the the vegetable garden again, the winter vegetable garden. Oh yeah, most definitely. What have you got? You got you got? Do you have broccoli or what? Do broccoli, you cabbage, cauliflower, spinach, Swiss chard. Onions. We got in the seeds. We got carrots and got carrots, radishes, got letter, lettuce, probably rutabaga, Crawford lettuce. We, we do have Crawford lettuce seed. We also have regular. <laughs> we have transplants for lettuce. So I did get something new in. What? There hadn't been a whole lot of new stuff lately, but uh, 
What's that asparagus that everybody wants? UC one something, one fifty eight or? Oh yeah, uh, uh, the California. It's a bunch of numbers. Oh, asparagus. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking it up. Is it? It's not like the rodeo asparagus, is it? No. Uh, so you can <laughs> tell us if he knows. Asparagus. UC one fifty seven sticks in my mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, from the one. From there is a one fifty seven. Yeah, uh, the one from uh, California, right? Uh, well, uh, these came from local, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that was the first hybrid. The most widely planted fresh market asparagus variety in the world. Yeah, yeah. And so according to the Eden Brothers. For a long time, I couldn't get any. Okay. So I, I saw this available, so I bought 10 flats. Oh, okay. <laughs> might, might last me 10 weeks, but I bought 10 flats, <laughs> so I would, would not uh, run out. A little, yeah. a little different uh, than most of the vegetables we grow. But uh, Plant Answers has got several good write-ups on how to, yeah. how to plant, plant and grow uh, asparagus. asparagus. Yeah. Oh, good. And, uh, ju- uh, you know, they've got some new hybrids. Uh, Jersey Giant, Jersey Jim. Those uh, 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 people in New Jersey, I guess, got excited <laughs> over asparagus. They want to be but, known for uh, asparagus. They, they have developed an all-male Asparagus. Okay, I don't know what that means. I don't either. I'm interested. <laughs> it means that it, it only produces spears. It doesn't produce flowers and seed like the female does. Oh. So you want to get rid of so all how, the how females. Do they, how do they procreate? Uh, they don't. Uh, uh, vegetatively. Yeah, roots. Vegetatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, ma- the major. It's kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> the de- the na- the major decline with an asparagus planting is that the the male plants kind of take over. The females take over. Females take over, and <laughs> oh. then, then of course you don't have the the high quality production. So you're you saying when the females take over? I'm sorry, I the said whole yeah. plant decline. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's uh. Milton at K Loop. Yeah. Is that what it is? What's that? I, I figure you're going to get a bunch of emails. Oh, I can't. No, you can just email Jerry directly. Go to Plant Answers. Kevin said it. I was just repeating what he said. No, I think you just uh, kind of uh, twisted what he said a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, I've never done that before. So when does he, asparagus is in? The, yes. Uh, all right. Okay. It, it looks like dill right now. But it's asparagus. Yeah. Huh. Is it, in, is it growing on its own root or is I, it? I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure it was seeded. It was seeded. Oh, okay. So are the are ferns I, coming out the top I'll, small? I'll, I'll go grab one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so that's good. But I, I think he, he's got, uh, he's had broccoli out there. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he mentioned that wonderful eating uh, kale. You know, we talked about earlier. You mean why do how, how people love to eat that but kale? But he's the kale is. I think he ran out. The partner uh, does he have more? The, that, the, see that tall purple thing on the second bench? Oh, I can't because the tree. Oh, how cute! Yeah, and Jerry wants to know about your kale situation. That is, boy, that that <laughs> that is wispy. Uh, he, he doesn't think you're some, selling any kale. I'm selling tons of. I know. They're cute. Oh, he's, he's you see that red squirrel. one over there? I mean, that's that is that stands out. That should be planted with with pansies or is something. Is that the purple? Yeah. Is it? We're okay. 
It's red, talking. but it's really purple. Well, it's, but it still tastes good when you, especially when you mix it with. Uh, yeah, but can you imagine the other green? Can you imagine that being planted with uh, a yellow-faced pansy? Yeah, that would be spectacular. Well, even a roll within the uh, in the the greens of the garden, or in the broccoli, or in the yeah. cauliflower, looks really good. Um, and uh, I was trying to think of the uh, the 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 one that has the different colored uh, stocks Swiss chard Swiss chard yeah that's another you got some you still get that yeah there's some out there yeah and that that's always uh, good to plant with the kale and to eat with the kale that's I, my I got, favorite mix. I got strawberries again this way I didn't run out of strawberries oh, okay. I got more strawberries in yeah I saw the uh, hanging baskets that you got it got it full of strawberries yeah little green one got four inch pots ready to go okay yeah. you got some blue bonnets Yes, four inch and six inch blue bonnets. No. So it's, things are starting to shape up. So yeah, other other flavors of geraniums will start to come in this next week. It's kind of fun after all these years. It's like all of a sudden, you know, that the, the, there's a, it's a slow change, and then all of a sudden there's one weekend where boom, and you walk in, it's like man, look at all the color. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it, and that's generally spring is here. What have we got? Sometimes that's early as Valentine's. Oh, it's well, it's a couple weeks away. What have we got over there? Are the Scouts uh, got cookies or Girl Scouts? Those are Girl Scout cookies. I'm surprised you haven't gone that direction already. (laughs) I saw them walking around with a case of Samoans. All I could think about is that's not on my diet. No, that's not on my diet. No, you're you're doing well. The coconut part would be okay. The rest of it, not so much. You need to ask them if they have keto cookies. (laughs) <laughs> what co- what color blue bonnets did you get in? Blue. blue. Yay, good. The regular blue. Jerry doesn't like blue. Regular blue. Okay. okay. Not not ladybird. Wait a minute. You got a regular blue? Yeah. Not not from Peterson. Right. Not from Peterson. Right, okay. All right. I don't know. Do we need to know where I was agreeing with him, and he was still confused. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that, that's what confused him. Generally, that doesn't happen like that. And still, uh, we got a uh, good choice of uh, snapdragons and uh, especially pansies. Yep, good are the, new selection of pansies came in. Are the cyclamen gone for the season, or are they just being protected? They are. There's no more coming. Right, but are there on the... There's table? two tables over there. Oh, there are there? Oh, okay. There's not much on that side. Can't miss them. Oh, okay. Oh, is that them? Two okay. tables of cyclamen, two far. tables of primrose. Primrose. Okay. Primrose over there. They're looking, they're looking good. If you want something that resembles pansies, the same kind of color and attractive foliage, but for the shade, uh, that uh, primrose or primula, whatever you call them, they're, they're, they're pretty spectacular and they're... They'll be. They'll have blooms from now when you buy them, all the way to May if the weather cooperates. Yeah. Uh, also on sale is a fall bulb closeout. Mm-hmm. And they've got uh, tulips regularly ninety nine cents now forty nine cents a piece. And uh, I don't. I don't know. I guess you could chill. Probably the best idea was put them in the refrigerator and leave them there for, you know, a month or so and then plant them late uh, to see if you can get a bloom out of them. But the paper whites, regularly $1.69, now $0.99. Cents. 
So that's a good deal. And they don't. Yeah, they don't have to be chilled. No, uh, and they, they will. They will naturalize big time, right? Mm. Now. That's right. And they're all. And when Jerry and I have given, I don't know, a couple hundred or twelve months of color yeah. uh, presentations, and the paper whites always figure because <laughs> right now the foliage is looking really good, mm-hmm. and they'll be blooming soon, and uh, they'll they'll grow partial sun not fussy on soil Mm-mm. and one of the greatest things are that they the deer won't eat them. yeah they come back year after year uh, and any other fact, in fact last well, year i bought all the hyacinths so okay uh, oh really cool oh. Uh, my, my wife loves to do hyacinths does so she do them in a little glass thing yeah she looks like a, a an hourglass yeah i've seen that she, before yeah, she, did, she bought one of those and so when hers finally pooped out she asked me if i had any so i took her took Aww. her and my daughter some does she replant uh, them outside or does uh, i don't want to tell them that so no i told them to throw them away oh <laughs> i just i was just I, I, don't, I don't think they'd come back i don't know probably not i don't know hyacinth well they're you know they in a, in uh, up north they're relatively easy oh it's, yeah it's much harder to grow here mm-hmm. But uh, she seems to have figured out how to make a spectacular show with, with him. And well, la- last year at the end of the bulbs, bulb sales, uh, I've, a f- guy that I'm working with down south wanted paper whites planted around the ranch. And so I came in and bought all the available paper whites that we had. And uh, took them down there, and I, I imagine they'll be there for years and years. Deer, I don't think the deer eat them. Either. No, they don't, t- they don't touch They don't like those. And, and then all the, the other bulbs, oh, okay. 50% off. What about the high-yield thing? Do we, we only have about a couple minutes. Is that something you want to talk about, the grass stopper with Dimension? Uh, it's on sale. Well, it's, uh, Dimension is, is the least expensive of all the pre-emergents now. Okay. So we have that one. Uh, so you, you pick your pre-emergent by your problem. So that one does a really good selection of grasses, not so many broadleaf. Oh, okay. If you have a big broadleaf problem, you'd probably want to do the uh, gallery. Yeah, we do. We discussed that Dimension because uh, folks were debating whether they still had a chance to stop the rescue grass and the annual bluegrass. Some places, because of this cold weather, they're gonna they're gonna have a re a re-sprouting. That's oh. why, that's why we were kind of debating whether it was worthwhile to go ahead and. Uh, and then apply we started it. we started carrying that crew, uh, which is a combination of the two of those for people that want something closer to what a maze used to be. Okay. Very cool. Alrighty, um, we are gonna take a break and get you caught up with the news. Our number is two one zero. 308-8867. The blood drive's going on today at Millburgers until 3 o'clock. Uh, so you can still come out and donate. You don't have to have a reservation or an appointment. Uh, so uh, come on out and support South Texas uh, Blood and Tissue Center and help your South Texas neighbors. We'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here live from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Pretty day out here at the nursery. Now the wind's coming uh, back from the northwest. 
But uh, it's nice and bright and sunny. We see people in shorts with their dogs uh, out here shopping. Some people in uh, light sweaters and jackets. The Girl Scouts are here, so they're selling cookies. If you've been wanting a source for those Girl Scout cookies, um, you come on out. And the Blood Drive goes on if you've just tuned in. Blood Drive goes on today till 3 o'clock, so just come on out and donate blood. All right, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Why are you looking at me that way? <laughs> I just love to look at you, Milton. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> I was looking at Calvin's article in the paper today, talking about things that uh, get people upset when they look at the oak trees at this time of the year and uh, begin to blame everything that they see in the tree on oak wilt, even the, even the leaves falling. Oh, no. my leaves finally fell. But they're gone. I don't know where they went. Yeah, you've got you got that variety where the leaves <laughs> disintegrate. <laughs> it's amazing. But anyway, and uh, Calvin did a good job talking about his first thing he, he in today's in today's paper on page E three says Oak Wilt stirs up uh, stirs up concerns about ball moss, lichens. Uh, he's he's not liking lichens. No. Well, hang on, before you go too deep in there, can you? Because we had Carol on the line, and I, I don't want to. Got who on the run? Carol. Okay. So to hold your, go hold ahead. your hold your spot there. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Just fine, thank you. What's going I have on? A question about Japanese maple because I've seen them growing in Dallas and Austin, and I know they like acidic soil, which I do not have. But okay. if I put potting soil and compost. Is there any type of, I've seen them advertised on the in, internet, blood worth or blood something, would they grow? I've killed two. But. Oh, dear. Spag, well, I would guess sphagnum peat moss and uh, potting soil. would, or, and, But or, in a or container. Or just like the blueberry, yeah, yeah, rather than our soil. So and out, out, of, out of direct sun, afternoon sun. Yeah, the place where I've seen them that they've been successful are in these uh, areas in uh, enclosed kind of with yeah the glass. What do they call those? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 arboretum. Arboretum. Or, yeah, kind of kind of sitting like that too. But yeah, the key is uh, acid soil, and uh, one of the I don't know if there's a separate write-up on the. Uh, the maples and plant answers dot com, but if you grew them in just like we grow the blueberries in that soil, uh, acid soil, sphagnum peat moss and sand, or sphagnum peat moss in potting soil, uh, they'd have a chance of being successful. And yeah, the planted in the shade, and what you could do as far as that container is concerned, uh, and I've done this with. Uh, Azaleas, which I always used to try to grow, but uh, <laughs> I, I got over it. By the way, yeah. the uh, I buried, I, I put that mix Calvin's talking about in a in a uh, in a plastic, large whiskey barrel size plastic container, and then buried the container. Mm, and, and, good idea. Uh, in other words, you don't have the container showing and uh but you have the soil control yeah, right 
what what problem if you just try to amend the soil and plant the tree in it uh it grows out of that amended area pretty quickly and that's then it's this dies yeah our soil is so buffered and so alkaline that and so is the water and they don't last long okay and and may i ask one more thing i I missed your column today calvin uh-oh. Where was it? It was on page E3. Yeah, Jerry was reading it now. <laughs> oh, okay. S.A. Life. Oh, I uh, take it. Okay. I just got a, it. got a beautiful picture of ball moss and a beautiful <laughs> picture of mistletoe and a beautiful Lichen. picture of lichens. <laughs> yeah, that's especially <laughs> attractive on a scraggly old <laughs> trunk, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have okay, to. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. Okay, thank, thank you, you for calling. Bye-bye. Tony is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Tony, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. How can we help you? Well, my question is not so much about plants or shrubs or trees. It's, um, I'm trying to find a best. I guess overall fire ant killer, and it's for uh, some property. It's uh, for maintaining my wildlife exemption because, uh, and uh, I guess I just wanted to try to find something that works the best. What is it? Say again. Fire uh, ants. Fire ants on a large property. Ants. How large oh, yeah. property? Well, it's seventeen acres, but we just use it on the mound. Whenever we're uh, walking around and we see a mound, I'll apply. Well, Whatever. Well, we made a big, uh, for uh, a few years ago, we talked about the, be- the best way to do it was uh, treat treat the mounds that were in close to your activities that you needed to uh-huh. get out, and then use the bait, Amdro or something, over that spread really thin over that mm-hmm. 17 acres, and, they, and that okay. would do a pretty good job in the long run for control, and then and it's a relatively inexpensive. Uh, you know, it really, you know, really wasn't necessary to treat all, every mound in the 17 acres if you weren't, if your activities weren't getting d- disrupted. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So a, a mound treatment close or in your where your activities are, and then Amdro over the whole 17 acre. In fact, we even went okay. further and said if you could talk your neighbors into uh, <laughs> treating, too, then they Yeah, because they, they, they move around underground. Yeah, okay. But, but I don't want, uh, I want to tell you now, don't don't rush into this because Texas A&M and a senator uh, mm-hmm. has declared uh, war on the fire ants, and they ha- are going to eradicate them. They said they were going to eradicate it. That was 15 oh. years ago. Uh, wasn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> I, I think yeah. the fire ants won that battle. Hmm. Yeah. So, what do you all think about uh, the ortho uh, instead of the amdro? I, well, the the am the ortho works great for the mound treatment. Okay. Uh, and they, but it you know it's uh, more expensive and it's it's not a bait, so it'd be hard to get. To use it as the over the seventeen acres, mm-hmm. but but Amdro, 
it's slower. I mean, it takes three weeks, four weeks, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it does the job, and it's uh, inexpensive and effective, yeah. Okay, so the Amdro is more like a broadcast, and oh, you yeah. don't just treat the mount. Just, it goes over everything. Yeah, it... Uh, uh, I always tell people if you if you don't, of course you know you've got fire ants, but a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially in the winter, uh, and especially since it's been so dry, they the mounds, the obvious mounds, uh, go get go out of sight, and yeah. so a lot of people think, well, the, maybe the freeze, They're the gone. hard freeze, yeah. we got killed them, and and whatever, maybe <laughs> they're hoping for the best. But uh, uh, I always tell people to get a get a couple pieces of raw hamburger meat oh, and put yeah, out and there and see <laughs> if see if they're coming. See if they're coming yeah. to you. I always find them in the uh, containers. <laughs> oh my, yeah, they my, love those loose mm, loose soiled containers, gardening containers, and they're you water them so they they got the moisture that they're looking for and everything mm-hmm. yeah th- this is also this is very critical for uh plant producers i was talking about the commercial plant producers in fact uh the a uh, place like uh color spot nurseries out here at, at highway 90 uh a mm-hmm. uh, hundred uh, well i forget how big they are but they've got acres and acres plant material and which is inspected uh, before it can be shipped and so mm-hmm. actually given a certificate but uh, they fly Ambro on with an airplane oh wow they uh, yeah. they fly over the whole whole nursery putting out uh, uh, the baits for yeah. the fires that they miss. The I guess yeah. what we need is a drone. Yeah, there you go. Amdro drone. <laughs> Amdrone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and what do you all think about the big red ants? Those don't need to be killed off, right? Because that's a... Uh, yeah, I that's going to kill them. Those baits are going to kill those big ants. Fire oh, it'll red, kill red them ants. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, I didn't really want to kill those. It'll also kill uh, any native fire ants that you might have. Yeah. Okay. Right, Calvin? Yeah, well, up there uh, after after bait. If you put the baits out, it'll it, it'll kill them. Yeah. That's why. That's why the pressure. You know, there was the for when we we talked about when they were promoting this strategy. It's kind of it's not as enthusiastically embraced as it used to be because there are questions on whether you know do you want to reduce those populations but there's a kind of, yeah. there's kind of a compromise uh, you know if you depends on how, how important it is to control those fire ants over that whole 17 acres mm-hmm. and can you can you afford to put less pressure on them in order to uh, protect the uh, native Fire ants and native ants. Yeah, Thanks, those Tony. big red ones. Okay, well, thank you yeah, very okay. much. Hopefully, helped you. Good luck. All right, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Did you find Calvin's article? <laughs> you want to tell us what it no, says? No, I found it. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Uh-huh. By Milton or who? <laughs> I was ta- talking about Kevin right up on the, on the mistletoe and everything, and Balmoth. And uh, Kevin talks about that uh, how to remove it. And uh, Neil Ferry is just a nutcase on how important it is to remove the mistletoe. Well, I never have been able to wrap my mind around that because <laughs> uh, the mistletoe, like in a mesquite, which they favor, uh, the mistletoe is only the green thing in it. We've got one one right. Can you sit by that by that tree? Yes, I can. Right there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's in a, a cedar elm. Cedar elm. And it's the only green thing in the tree now. And same way with the mistletoe. And I, I, and, uh, I, I, uh, mistletoe in, uh, in uh, uh, mesquite. I mentioned that in the article, that it's yeah. de- definitely a parasite. <laughs> but whether, wh- what, how damaging it is to the trees is yeah. real questionable, whether it's wor- worth going to have an extensive control mechanism or not. I never have seen that addressed in the literature. Except Calvin did today. He said, it is hard to determine how much stress the mistletoe causes the host trees. I'm not familiar with an instant in when, when a mistletoe parasitism has been credited as a main cause of a tree's death. Amen and amen. Uh, the very few, well, I would say no, parasites kill tr- trees, kills the host, because if the parasite much future in that, yeah, is it? yeah, if the parasite kills the host, uh, it dies. It yeah. has to die. Now, there's probably some. Some uh, some relationships like that that are more easily recognized than this particular one, but boy, <laughs> for sure, for sure, on mistletoe it's a tough, tough question. Doesn't? Yeah. I don't think I I don't know that there's any formal <laughs> research. I've never ever heard anybody uh, address that. Now we've got we you can tell we've got uh, folks uh, tr- arborists and folks oh. that are. That are don't like mistletoe. Oh yeah. But then we got naturalists <laughs> that do because <laughs> the birds love it so much. That's just, right. Just like Jerry says, it's a, it's fairly attractive too, and uh, it's, it's green in the winter. Yeah, and the berries are <laughs> nice white and. There you go, cabbage coming around for mistletoe. Are you? I hope Neil doesn't hear about this. Oh. Are you at a stopping point for a sec? No, yeah, yeah. Okay, we got Warren Remy, Spider Man. Get out of here. Wants to 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 be a part of the fire ant discussion. What you doing today, Spider Man? Oh, I'm just cleaning up out in the garage. How, how are you guys today? Okay, it's a nice day. Have you quit fi- fight chasing those deer? Deer is over with. I only got three. I only brought three home, so I'm getting the freezer ready for that too. You you the man. <laughs> Very cool. Well, this is Warren Remy of Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control that we talk about on the show. And uh, you wanted to, to kind of uh, talk a little bit about the fire ant 
the, that the woman was talking about? Yeah, I wanted to clarify what the lady was uh, talking about. What you have to understand as far as chemical treatment, he's talking about two different modes of action. And they work good. The contact kill ortho will kill. It'll fry them on contact. But the baiting is for your long-term insect growth regulator, which is the right thing to do when you're talking about large acres. And uh, you got to remember, read that label real close because the, the optimum foraging time on those fire ants is in the morning, right after the morning dew has mm. gone away. And then you'll get, uh, you'll get the best results out of that product. Okay, do you, well, how well, do how do you live with yourself knowing that you're <laughs> killing the native fire ants and uh, the big red ants? He's picking on Calvin because of an article. I, I, don't, I don't know how you can live with yourself. How do you sleep at night? Uh, I, 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 I was going to say that a little differently. I was going to ask. <laughs> I was going to ask Warren how he, he thought long, that, that issue was as long, developing. Yeah. As long as my wife, as long as my wife's happy, I can <laughs> he sleep. sleeps well. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, w I was going to mention we were talking earlier about uh, the native uh, fire ants and uh, big red ants, and they sting too and bite too. So, is uh, is that Warren? Warren, how is? I, I've kind of felt that there's uh, some pressure on that, at least for us that that are interested in controlling fire ants. At least, at least for us to to think about it and be careful uh, to minimize uh, damage to those uh, those native populations is are you got any feel for how how that is developing and how much pressure uh, is is uh, evolving on, on, on protecting those native ants yeah yeah you're you're right Calvin you got to remember that uh, when you reduce a population of <clears throat> one particular uh, and you you may be getting things out of balance, you know, and uh, so you don't want to want to completely eradicate all the insects. That's what you, the old uh, exterminator thought process was. You know, he just poisoned the hell out of everything, and everything did. But uh, you get everything out of balance that way. So the new the new products. Um, like the ivermectin, and which is in a, one of the uh, fire ant baits has ivermectin in it. Uh, you you don't want to overdo it. You want to keep as much balance in nature as you possibly can. So uh, you know you, you definitely want to read that label. The the A and M professors they. Uh, they did research on, on termite pressure, and when they reduced the pressure of one colony with the insect growth regulator, like we use today, uh, it, it kills the soldiers uh, normally uh, with an enzyme, and then uh, the population just uh, goes down to die. But once that area is... is open other termite colonies invaded and uh, they did 
color coding, you know, they colored this colony was yellow and this colony was blue and this one was green. And after a few months, when one colony was gone, they started getting encroachment from the other colony. So your pressure was reduced and those termites went to take it over. Hmm. Well, if you use those baits on the fire ants, that kills them all. Yes, sir. Yep. They, they don't invade after that. Yes, sir. And there's no, way, there's no way you can target fire ants and not damage the, or kill the others. Well, not... Maybe there's no yeah, way. This, yeah, and, the... Uh, and, and remember that mode of action... You're you're wanting to uh, go to the the maximum feeding time of the fire ants, which is in the morning, after the morning dew has burned off, and that's when they're going to feed the most. Whereas your other colonies, they're going to feed throughout the day. Mm. Oh, so they're not going to pick up as much of the insect growth regulator. So. It's that biology of the fire ant working against itself, see. That makes sense. Now that we know that, we can probably wipe their little feet out. Ah, I don't know. No more fire ants, Milton. I knew those A&M boys were going to come up with something. Yeah, they, uh-huh. they finally got something right, but uh, <laughs> one of them... <laughs> I, wa- I do want to say one more thing about mistletoe. Oh, okay. I, uh, I was I was on a, a beautiful deer lease in Mason, and uh, the owner asked if I could start knocking out some of that mistletoe. So I found a product at the ag store as labeled for mistletoe, <laughs> and I, I followed the label, and I sprayed many many gallons of that product on a specific area of oak trees and it did nothing it didn't do anything mm. <laughs> yeah they used so. to have they used to have a product for mistletoe it was a, i think it was a, a growth hormone growth regulator I can't, yeah. I can't think of the name of it but uh it was on the market for quite a while must not have yeah, worked I just, I just i think I think the only thing you can do is just cut it out of the tree and and doctor that wound and get on down the road, you know? There you go. Yeah, well, that's what Jer- Jerry and I uh, say. As long as, you know, we're not sure how much damage it's doing to the tree, it seems like that's quite often the reasonable strategy. Do, do what you have to do to protect your trees, but uh, don't go overboard uh, because... It's, it's maybe not doing a lot of damage. Now, yeah, uh, Warren, Warren if, if somebody somebody has a large project uh, involving the fire ants and and uh, wants to confer with you or your staff, uh, is that something you all would talk to them about? Absolutely, yeah. I have uh, a lot of customers call up, and we'll, we'll talk about give them the right direction to go. Uh, we don't have any problem with that at all. Uh, spending yeah. a little little time with uh, people, and because uh, we'd rather have people do it right than do it wrong. So yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll give the number then. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. uh, 210. Go ahead, Warren. 210-656-3721. Spider-Man Pest Control. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember? Well, you yes, I know you were around when uh, they did the Myrex uh, fire killer when they, when they were flying it on with airplanes. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, they, yes, sir. They did that aerial application with Myrex, and uh, yeah. it was it was a wonderful product. Did beautiful. Um, <laughs> it it was banned uh, at the same time as uh, benzene hexachloride was oh. being pulled off the market. And mm. that was the benzene isomer in that compound is what made it so stable and beautiful to work on those fire ants. And uh, so we lost a real good product. But then again, uh, benzene was a pretty pretty volatile uh, product that I learned how to use way back in the old days of exterminating. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Warren. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate you listening, too. Yeah. Hey, y'all have a beautiful day, guys. You, too. Bye-bye. We got to take a break, so we'll come back in a moment at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. There's no sun up in the sky. Stormy weather. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where stormy weather is predicted this uh, Wednesday and Thursday night. And I guess Friday, too, or do you remember? I couldn't see Friday. Well, I think it was just Wednesday was 30% and Thursday was uh, 20%. Tony is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Tony. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Doing great. Uh, I enjoy your show quite a bit. I listen to it every weekend. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, there's wild invasive bamboo that grows uh, in kind of the wet areas where I live. No. I've never heard of that. <laughs> how, how, right. How, how big a forest is it out mm-hmm. there? Well, it's and, actually not on my land. What and, I want to do. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. And who planted it? Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> I don't know, but it looks like it's, it's coming along everybody's property. There you go. Okay. So, so. I, I wanted to, uh, it's dormant now, looks like. Yeah. I was wondering if I could go cut it and make like a uh, garden fence out of it and not, <laughs> and it not take root. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we can't guarantee that. Uh, it. it if you cut it and it it's you know it's green uh and then you stick it in the ground uh it it very possibly could take root i've I've heard that you basically build a little campfire and run that bamboo over it get it good and hot get that i don't know if it's sap or juice to run out and that kind of and it's like painting it. You know, it just kind of keeps it where it lasts a lot longer. <laughs> you taming bamboo. yippee ki yay yay I've never heard that. Is it not worth it? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a, that seems like a, if a lot worked, of effort. Yeah. 
and to to take a chance on it. Right. Yeah, uh, I thought it would be a nice little garden fence, you know, for free for sure. But how far away is it from your property? Oh, it's uh, I'd I'd go in my little in my truck and trailer and just take a machete out there and you know cut them, cut them down and cut me you know like five or six foot. I mean, uh, four foot pieces for a little garden fence. Well, I, I, would, okay, get, I would guess the the landowner would not complain. <laughs> yeah, because mm. uh, no, I, I know the landowner. It's all yeah. country land. It's all out, you know, pasture land. But what I'm asking is, how far is it from your property? Oh, probably about a mile and a half away. Oh, well. That in about two or three years, you won't have to worry about uh, building a fence, <laughs> right, Milton? <laughs> it comes quickly. Well, if you you have heard our story that we've on on the uh, the radio show, and it was it must have been uh, <laughs> ten or fifteen years uh, when some of our uh, residents got stationed overseas. Oh yeah, that's right. They got and then they. They came back after a year's assignment, and they went in their garage, and the bamboo had come up through the floor and had even moved the whole structure. Holy smoke. It it had filled the garage, but it also had moved the the structure. Yeah. It can be pretty fierce. You might want to know how to get rid of it, and Milton figured that out. I did. Move. 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 Uh, He moved. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't think you could get rid of it. Round up, cutting it, burning it, and digging it up with a bulldozer. That seemed to work. Yeah. I doubt if Roundup will work. But uh, anyway. uh, You can control it, though. It's a little elaborate. but Like the people that grow bamboo professionally, you know, they're trying to sell different varieties of stuff, and they don't need intermingling. Yeah. So they... Grow it in the ground, but they have a walk or a pot type situation with angled uh, sides, so that the bamboo can't go down and under and spread to other areas. So theoretically, right. you could you could dig a retaining wall into the ground, angled, uh, so that it can't go underneath it and at least stop the invasion. And let's see if I have your question right, Tony. He wants to know <laughs> if he goes to the neighbors, cuts down bamboo. Can he then turn around and make a fence with it uh, by, and then stick it in the ground to make the fence without it sprouting again? Do you have any thoughts on that? I can't imagine it would, but if there's any question, let it dry first. But bamboo is grass, so I can't yeah. imagine it would be spread like that. You'd have to dig up some of the root. You mean, I don't know. You mean like Bermuda doesn't spread <laughs> like that? But Bermuda, you're getting some of the root if you're moving it. If you just take your Bermuda grass clippings, unless there's seeds in it. Uh, no, they're root. In the garden. Meh. Yes. I've done it. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty <laughs> fierce. Yeah. 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 But anyway, uh, I, I, think, I think you would be better off to buy some steaks rather than uh, take a chance for that free bamboo. But you know there's... There's lot. There's lots of uh, articles in folks have experimented a lot, and not exactly <laughs> sure where where it'd be the best source. But I think if you just explored the the web, trace yeah, your at some point you must we be. We sell bamboo. Yeah, I was going to say you sell bamboo. 
And at some point, they must figure out, because you sell it to people to use as like a... a Stick for a plant. Yeah. So once so it's it dry, it's, uh, yeah. it would have no chance. The, uh, yeah, that's why I'd heard, you know, just running it over a campfire or a propane torch, you know, you know, it would uh, basically kill and suck out all the sap. But yeah, you know, I don't want to take a chance of it growing. I'm not actually going to plant it in the ground. You know, I'm going to, you know, oh, yeah. take a nail gun and just nail it on some. I don't you think know. you have oh, to worry about. Oh, nail it onto a fence? Like that? Right, right. Or make oh. a fence, but yeah, yeah. Well, in that case, you've got to do it green. Otherwise, it'll... It'll I can hear I can hear the phone call now. It'll fall apart. Grace, <laughs> that bamboo has covered me up. <laughs> you said that it, it took my car last it's night even, and drove it around it's, town. It's, it's not even touching the ground. <laughs> That's be a the, the, the deal on on bamboos is there's and Tony Ponzik that used to work at the zoo and all of them who are in the San Antonio Bamboo Society. Uh, have told me that there's there's dwarf bamboo, and there's also clumping bamboo, which mm-hmm. does clump, uh, of which I didn't believe them until uh, my daughter and, and husband bought a house out around Fair Oaks that was owned by a nurseryman, nursery person, and uh, when I first drove up to the house. I looked down, and they were using, they had tall bamboo uh, for a screen. And that was uh, years ago, that five or six years ago, and it has not spread. The two, wow. most, two most popular clumping are going to be Golden Goddess and Alphonse Carr. Hmm. So those, if you plant those, you're safe, huh? Yeah, yeah. well. Well, you're still going to lose 10, 12 feet. Yeah, yeah. And if you accidentally hit it with a shovel, it might want to go ten more feet. Yeah, they're they're uh, they they do clump. I mean, they they're not like that wild one that, that I named Dambu. But uh, you sell the clumping, right? Yes. <laughs> and others. And others. But uh, it has to be. I thought I thought when I first saw it at her their house, I said. That's the first thing we're going to take out because it'll be in the house before we know it. But uh, it's behaved itself, and the freeze took the top out of it. But uh, uh, they're out toward burning, and uh, but it's it's coming back. It's okay. Thanks, sir. I don't know that we helped yeah. you out too much. Tony. Yeah, but it was an interesting discussion. A lot of folks have questions about bamboo. When you when you go out and look at your bamboo. Oh, what is it? A mile away? Do you hear this? The the theme song to Jaws. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we we've, a lot of people have noticed that if they have bamboo encroaching, it goes. You know. My wife had that played at our wedding. Oh my! As you encroach. As she was coming down the aisle. Alrighty. Thanks, Tony. 210-308-8867. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. I'm working too hard, but I'm sitting down now. I got a question. Um, I've got a, quite a bit of uh, two-by-sixes and a few four-by-sixes where I have my deck tore down and I saved the better pieces of lumber. 
I want to build some uh, either planter boxes for ornamentals or, you know, uh, annuals or whatnot. But what I'd really like to do is build, because I'm transitioning to raised bed gardening for vegetables, uh, is it safe or not safe to use this treated lumber farm to build some uh, raised beds for some vegetables? Well, it's it's safe. Calvin uh, is the expert on that. We did worldwide oh, really? expert. Yeah, we did a we did a lot of research. It was what twelve years ago, mm. but uh, <laughs> thirteen years ago. But we we planted. Uh, we used uh, railroad ties and we used treated timber like you're talking about and uh, planted uh, vegetables right close in there and uh, analyzed and uh, it's quite an extensive. <laughs> uh, research project, and uh, we didn't. We we found that uh, if the uh, if those uh, chemicals that we were worried about were at high enough levels, the plants wouldn't died, grow. Yeah, yeah they died die. rather than take them in. So, so we didn't. Okay. Uh, there was the yeah. We didn't detect anything that was a a direct threat to the gardener. Now the problem the problem with that treated timber and you you need to watch this too uh is the splinters off of that stuff. In other words, if you get a splinter in your hand, uh it can it can become infected because that uh, Okay. That, the that, chemical. That's the danger, so wear gloves. Okay. Now I I've that. I've read they changed the formulation what they treat that stuff with around yeah. in the early 2000s. And it's not as toxic as it used to be. This deck was built about 2007 or 8. Okay. So I think a lot of this has leached out whatever was used in it. So you think oh, it would yeah. be safe? Oh, It'd be yeah. safe. To... Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, can I ask another real quick one while I have you on, sure. on the real line? Quick, yeah. Okay, real quick. I've got a utility pole that's really unsightly, and I had it put in this spot years ago uh, when I bought the property. Uh, it's an eyesore uh, on my back porch. I want to put a screen on it. The problem is I need a tall shrub or hedge type thing, but it's mostly in the shade. If it flowers, great. If it doesn't, that's okay, too. Mostly. Um, so you need a screening plant. How tall? How tall is the, is the pole? Oh, God, it's it's 20 feet tall or better, but it doesn't. I just really want it to screen about 8 to 10 feet where it's got the meter loop mm-hmm. and, and all the other electrical stuff on it. Compact cherry laurel or Japanese yew. Or Japanese plum. Sendinquil viburnum, yeah, low pot. That would be fine. All those will take the shade because just west to this pole is an oak tree. So it's going to get morning sun, uh, full afternoon shade. Yeah, they'll love it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Even I wonder if red bud would be thick enough. Or you could use an upright. But it's deciduous. So, uh, okay, ho- he holly. Want to see the I pole had, around. Yeah, you yeah, can I use had, a vertical holly. Yeah, good. Like a standard Burford. Would yeah, do right. good? yeah. Perfect. That's it. All right. Thank, thank you. Yeah, that was Thank you for calling. Talk to you soon. Bye, All right. James. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery 1604. On Boulevardy Road on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Trace has joined us up on the porch. Uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons is with us and Dr. Calvin Finch. 
And uh, do we want to talk about it tomorrow, tease it, or are we just uh, yeah, surprise I people? Yeah, I was just giving Trace an article. Okay. Uh, we're on plantanswers.com, uh, we've got a, a pretty good article that I wrote. On, pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Neil uh, Sperry said it was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going to use it in his uh, newsletter. All right. But anyway, uh, it's about the onions, about the uh, uh, which are on sale, by the way, here at Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you could go on to plantanswers.com, and it's in the new column section, which uh, under... Uh, I can't hear him. I can't hear him either, but he says he's on the mic. I don't understand. It's weird. I'm waiting for you to move it. Yeah. Ah. Well, you know, you know what it is. You know what it is, Milton. He what? thinks that his his voice comes out of his ears. <laughs> yeah, out of his ears or out of his it cheeks. It does sometimes. <laughs> I've, I've seen a doctor about that several times. People say he talks out of his. Well, we won't go any further. Oh, with that. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey! We don't have a mic for that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, if you look on the front page of uh, PlantAnswers.com, you will see uh, topics of the month have been redone, and on that topics of the month, there's onion transplants, excellence from controversy, uh, and I, I use that title because uh, I have been criticized and. Uh, Wanted, uh, wanted to be controlled sometime by people when I take a controversial stand on such th- such things, certain things. I, I and this onions is were, onions are controversial. Yeah, I don't know how are onions controversial. Yeah, uh, for twenty three years, <laughs> I've been working with them, and I've never noticed. No, <laughs> and uh, so th- this is a story of the onion uh, controversy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happened 30 years ago. Wow. And uh, produced, <laughs> uh, well, that article tells the whole story. Uh, it changed onion transplants as we see them today. Huh. And tomorrow uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Bruce uh, Frazier, the president and uh, owner of uh Dixondale Farms. Theoretically. Well, I guess he's the <laughs> owner. His wife. No, is. I meant that we theoretically. Sometimes <laughs> things happen. So. But yeah, but yeah, we hope to have him on. Yeah, he's, uh, but he, anyway, he's going to be here talking with us. Uh, he's going to call in from yeah, Austin. Yeah, yeah, But uh, he's, he, uh, he'll, he's mentioned in this article in which uh, <laughs> I've, I forced the uh, largest onion producer in 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 the world in the world uh, to to grow transplants clean and and name by name. Uh, that's when ten fifteen Y came on. Oh, okay, uh, for our market here in San Antonio. The uh, now and he'll be here to talk that and answer questions. So tell us who Dixondale Farms is. It's the one that supplies onion transplants for 
every nursery in Texas and beyond. Okay. I mean, they're pretty credible. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted you to kind of brag on them a little. He gives a number of transplants that they sell. And I was talking to him yesterday, uh, and he said that uh, their sales have gone up 40%, went up 40, no, 47% uh, last year. Why? There are fewer people doing COVID. it. COVID. Yeah, people want to grow their own stuff. Yeah. We, people, we, we couldn't keep anything edible in stock. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and a lot of people had started gardens, and they wanted onions. So he was, he was kind of excited about that. And then we talk about, I've got an article on there, Onions, the story of the Mother Grano 502 onion that uh, was uh, was produced, was tested in here in, Una, in Texas and is the mother of uh, Texas uh, 1015Y and uh, a lo- and Granex, the hybrid onion from Texas. But anyway, uh, that should be an interesting uh, read and uh, maybe raise some questions that you want to approach uh, uh, Bruce with. So i just calling that to your attention. But uh, anyway, right under yeah, that. Yeah, we'll talk to Bruce tomorrow. Yeah, right under that, there's, a, there's an article. Alert. Mislabeled plants as Gold Star Esperanza being sold statewide. I'm leaving that on there. Okay. No. Speaking speaking yeah. of controversy. Yeah. Okay. That's all, all right. I wanted to say. Cool. Got about uh, three minutes left. Blood drive still goes on today till three. So there's plenty of time to come on over here we understand from a listener who took her i guess receipt proof of blood donation to Krispy Kreme and got herself a dozen wait uh, a minute I, didn't, didn't you I, I say you're gonna other, give blood i heard that on another station too oh okay did you did you say you're gonna give blood much yeah i wonder you can't eat donuts you don't know that yeah you I, shouldn't eat donuts. I don't want. I don't want to hurt not. you. You shouldn't. So be I'll, I'll be glad to follow you. You shouldn't be eating donuts. Either. I know it, but I do. If they don't make, <laughs> it, if they don't make it home, did they really exist? <laughs> oh wait a minute. I'll have to find out how long, because yeah, I don't want to. But I would be glad to follow you to the uh-huh. Krispy Kreme donut. Okay, yeah. we'll we'll see. I, I don't want you to be lonely, man. I know. I, I may have other people and that have heard this now. What or think or texting me saying get no. the donuts bring them home <laughs> we'll see. Oh, okay and uh <laughs> but uh yeah so we know that and uh, millburgers has a nice gift certificate for you uh when you donate uh when you actually just go through the process and there's a i understand there's a t-shirt there's a pint of ice it's cream a, from you get uh, donuts from Krispy Kreme and you get Onion plants from Millburgers. Uh huh. There you go. Exactly. There you go. That's a combination. Well, they get a gift, a little certificate. They can use it whatever they want. Yeah, they can use a certificate. Onions are part of that, sure. They could use it on the blue bonnets, on the uh, or for uh, the, any the, of the, the food one, the, crop, on the, on the, the one-gallon blackberries, yep. or the vegetable, <laughs> yeah, the vegetable garden stuff that we were talking about. Yeah. Too. So there's lots of stuff. So, 
Uh, it's not too late. Uh, and I hope this is uh, okay. But if you uh, don't come out today, know that the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, that's why Krispy Kreme has gotten behind them and Millburgers has gotten behind them. Uh, they are in a dire situation with donations and supplies. So uh, if you've forgotten and can't do it today and you're kicking yourself, find some place to go give blood and, uh, and do it uh, next week, week after, but as soon as you can. So um, cool. What else, gentlemen? What else can you think of? <laughs> Nothing else? We've got the asparagus, the 157. Well, we'll yeah, have a lot that, to talk about it. tomorrow. Uh, okay. It's it's organic. Um, asparagus is all this USD, USDA organic regrown asparagus. If you see chilly temperatures on the horizon and you're worried, come on over here, Millburgers. They'll find you what you need to uh, to cover up and uh, to protect the plants as best you can. they got the knowledge and the... Insulate. What's that? Insulate and blankets and all kinds of good stuff. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to everybody for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glixie. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.